So the Lakers lose to the Denver Nuggets last night. It's time to blow it up. It's time to blow this team up. It's time to make some drastic changes ASAP as soon as possible because this team is not a winning team. This team is not a winning team. And if they keep this type of energy up, they will not make the playoffs this year of 2022-23 season. The Lakers will not make the playoffs This season will be a joke and it will be one of the most embarrassing seasons in history for the Los Angeles Lakers. It's just an abomination to the Lakers history, to the Lakers greats who have played this game. The Laker organization is all about winning championships. Let me say this again. The Lakers organization is all about winning championships. They don't care about just doing enough to make the playoffs. You must be able to win championships. Those championship banners is the only thing the Lakers care about. So let's get a breakdown of the game. In quarter one, um, the score was 26-21 that favored the Denver Nuggets. In quarter two, It favored the Lakers 32 for the Lakers, 28 for Denver. Quarter three was the breakout quarter. This is where the Denver Nuggets separated themselves and was able to win the game. Um, In quarter three, the Lakers only scored 17 points and Denver Nuggets scored 32. And in quarter four, it was in favor of the Lakers 28 to 24. And this is how the Lakers lost against the Denver Nuggets. Um, 110 to 99. Um, let's kind of go in into the top performers. Um, you have Nikola Jokic. He actually scored 31 points, um, 13 rebounds and nine assists. Anthony Davis, 22 points, 14 rebounds and five assists. Um, the, the injury report, Dennis Schroeder did not play. Thomas Bryant did not play. Cole Swider did not play. Russell Westbrook did not play. Um, and then you have Michael Porter Jr. for the Denver Nuggets did not play and Colin Gillespie, he was out for the Denver Nuggets as well. Now let's kind of get into the field goal percentage. Um, both teams were similar, um, 44.4% for Los Angeles Lakers, 45.7. Um, the Lakers hit 40 out of 90. Um, Denver hit 42 out of 92. Three-pointers, both teams was also awful, awful. Let me repeat that. Awful. Um, 26.7% for the Lakers and 26.5% for Denver. Um, (laughs) Man, the Denver Nuggets, man, was trash. And the Lakers are trash. Um, The free throws, um, the Lakers were horrible, 68.8%. Denver, 81%. Assists, more for Denver, 34. Total rebounds, um, Denver won that category, 58-51. Fast break points. Denver won that cat that that um category thirty five eighteen steals. Denver won that category twelve to eight blocks. Denver won that category five to four offensive rebounds. Denver won that category nine to seven defensive rebounds. Denver won that category forty five forty and also points off turnovers. Denver won that category eighteen to fourteen. Um, it's it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It was embarrassing to watch. It was embarrassing to see just the, the 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 lack of intensity 
and their failure to hit shots. Um, LeBron James, he alluded to that again in the postgame interview is that, um, you know, even though LeBron James, you know, he actually, you know, I- I'm just going to say this, man. Look at look at LeBron James stats. He played 35 minutes. He had 19 points, seven rebounds, nine assists, one steal, zero blocks. Um, he was eight from 21, 38%. Man, two for eight, 25%. Come on, man. Come on, man. And then you got Anthony Davis. You know, for some reason, this team thinks they can shoot three-pointers and they can hit them, but they are horrible. Horrible. And what I'm saying to you, if you're not going to be able to hit jump shots, like you can't hit jumpers, then guess what? You damn sure ain't going to be able to drive to the paint easily. You have to be able to show a team that you're able to hit jumpers. So what I want you to do is listen with a third ear of LeBron James in his post-game interview and um, listen to what he says on, on what is happening with the, with his team, um, why this team is 0-4, and then you can kind of understand his thought process and possibly he's sending a, a message um, like what they need in order to win and get over this hump. 13-3 and tie it up at halftime. What did you see as the difference in that third quarter when Denver made their push? Uh, at one point, we was all scored 29-11. How do you balance the sort of looking at the four losses so far at this point in the season with just everything going on? What do you think the biggest thing you guys have to do to turn it around? We're going to make some shots. Okay. Do you feel like the, do you feel like missed shots are contagious, uh, or is it a, a combination of a bunch of things? Well, we had some turnovers. Cool. I mean, I was a byproduct of that. I mean, I had some unforced turnovers today, just trying to make the right play, but um, not being aggressive enough, you know, and forcing a lot of things. But yeah, we gotta make some shots. Is that when, when you guys kind of start out as cold as you guys have for on shooting? Does that um, make it difficult? And times in offense to, to trust each other and, and keep the ball moving and, and keep things going. No, no, because you just got to still play the game the right way, no matter what. The nature of turnovers uh, in the past. How would you characterize the ones that, that you had tonight? You said you were saying uh, I wasn't aggressive enough on a lot of my turnovers. I was coming off a lot of screens, looking to pass to get guys involved. Um, and I wasn't aggressive enough, and that was some careless turnovers on my part. Is that like a, a, a natural uh, familiarity that you have with ADs when things aren't necessarily going to work or, or, or still need more time around you that you're going to try to go to that and that led to some of them? No, that's an easy fix for me. I'll be much better on Friday with that. I've done that over and over throughout the course of my career. I've, it's easy fix. I'm not worried about that. You guys are only four games into this. Um, do these problems feel like only four game into the season problems, or is there a heft or a weight to any of this? And, and to the start that this is maybe more serious than just early season stuff. Um, I mean, some of it's early season stuff, obviously. Um, obviously, you know, like I said, it's a new system. It's a new group of guys together. We're still trying to get familiar with one another. I think defensively, I mean. Besides tonight, especially with our transition, I think we gave up over 30 in transition. That was that's not good. Um, but overall, throughout the season so far, we've you know we've been third overall in defensive ratings, top 10 in pretty much everything defensively, and we've been bottom 
everything offensively. So, you know, that's the that's part of the game. You gotta, you know, you want to defend to keep yourself in the game, which we did. We was able to make the thirteen to three run to close out the quarter, and then in the third quarter we couldn't score, and they was able to get out and run, and they boosted the lead back up. You, you've always talked about how like the game will tell you how to attack and stuff like that. Is I mean, do you need to be more aggressive yes. offensively for yourself? Yes. After the third game, I think you talked about how the defense was still there, even despite the shooting struggles. Was tonight maybe a case of it just, all right, it, it got to a point of frustration when the shots weren't falling? No. No? No, I don't think so. I think, um, I mean, we're dealing with a heck of an offensive team. Um, they've been playing with an extreme uh, pace as the season began. I mean, if anytime Joker gets the ball off the rim, he, he's busting out. He's one of the best point forwards or point centers, whatever you want to classify him in his league. Um, so. You know, you have to be um, always with your head on the swivel. They are all five are running. Um, we didn't do a good job of, uh, you know, pointing out guys in our in our area. Um, a lot of times, sometimes we were trying to match up to our own guys, but transition, you don't have a man. So uh, we watch film over that and, and see ways we can get better with that. But Joker's definitely unique. Last night for LJ to go over to AD. Russ is dealing with the hamstring. Um, you guys have played with him, you know, as a group for most of the season. Do, do you guys feel like you missed him? And so what areas do you think aggressive-wise getting to the paint against Denver, I think, pretty bad rim defense. Is, is that an area you think where you guys maybe miss him? I mean, obviously, I mean, we miss uh, not only Russ, I mean, we miss Dennis, his ability to get into the, to the lane, his ability to make plays. I mean, so, you know, uh, but Russ definitely dealing with a, with a hamstring. I, Played with D Wade in Miami, and, and I don't know how you know you gotta just like be cool on that. You can't force it, you can't, you know, until that thing is ready to go. Um, you know, you gotta be uh, very conscious of that. So, I mean, obviously, you know, to, to, to shift gears, we're dealing with that Ohio State right now with Jackson Smith, you know, with his uh, lingering uh, hamstring, too. So, just gotta, you gotta deal with that. Uh, very, very precise and, and until it's, until it's ready to go. Nah, not much. <laughs> All right, let's talk LeBron, guys. So as you can see there, man, um, LeBron James brought out some um, key points. Um, like he said, he said in the third quarter, um, he said on the defensive side of the ball, man, we like in top three, top 10 in some categories, but they're, they're, they're good on the defensive side. It's on the offensive side is where they are struggling. And this is how teams are able to separate themselves from the Lakers is because when they are not able to put the ball, the ball in the hole, when they are not able to do that and make shots, this is how teams are separating themselves from the Los Angeles Lakers. And this is a big contributing factor on why the Lakers are 0-4 right now. I don't care how good your defensive um, defensive mindset is. I don't care how good your defensive strategy is. You could be in the top 10. You could be in some categories. You could be in the top three in some categories. But the, the question that needs to be answered is that how you're going to win and have a chance to win an NBA championship with this roster that is not able to make shots. And the answer is you need to start getting some sharp shooters, some shooters that can shoot 40% or more or higher that is able to hit shots. So you need both to be able to win in this league. This, this, these teams in the NBA is too good 
for you not to be able to have good shooters on your team to put the ball in the basket. If you're not able to put the ball in the baskets, no matter how good your defensive strategies are, no matter how good you are as a team, as a whole, defensively, it still remains is that you still it still balls down is to what team is able to put more balls in the baskets and who is able to score more points because whoever score more points wins the game. Thank you for joining the game of life podcast. Make sure you hit me up on Apple and Spotify and all podcast um, platforms and feel free to subscribe to my podcast. So that way you can get notified on new podcast episodes that's coming to you on a daily basis. Also, make sure you go ahead and hit me up and follow me on my YouTube channel, Game of Life underscore. So that way you can like and subscribe and hit that bell notification. So that way you can get notified when daily podcast episodes, daily videos is coming your way. Stay tuned to the next episode.